Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. We're recording now. How you feeling? Does this feel all right to you? You feeling good? Yeah, man. We're early. This is the earliest start time ever. I know. Well, my my wife uh, had to go buy a baby shower. Can you hear you? Been gone all summer long. You still ain't got me. There, there you, you go. There you go. Yeah, my wife this morning, she had to um, go get a baby shower again. So I said, well, hell, I'll, I'll go with you. Uh-huh. Well, you know, just when you when you get home, I'll ride up there with you. So I, I'll be up, you know, and ready. And then I was up and ready, and she's like, well, I don't have to go now. We, we decided to just take up money and get this big thing. So I was already up. And I usually just get up, take a shower, and leave. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't realize how late I usually got over here. Really? Yeah, I mean, until it was 8 o'clock and I was showing up, and you were like, texted me man i'm getting in the shower what are you doing yeah. what are you doing here? well i had to get up uh karis was supposed to have volleyball trials today yeah so we're on our way to the school like seven fifteen. she's like dad i'm looking at this picture of the tryout sheet they start tomorrow i'm like oh, oh well you can go home and go to bed yeah and i'm already up so all right we're gonna hit record. oh wait we already hit record so Hey, welcome to the Double Drop Kick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And welcome back. We have been on a two-month hiatus. Oh, uh, has it been three? It might have been three. The last time. It was big. Like, oh, my yeah. gosh. Because. We watched Endgame and then. That was it. Because, like, I went to California at the end of May. And I remember not. We didn't record right before that because I had to pack. Right. And whatnot and get everything. Wow. So I know we didn't record. So it's been like the middle. The longest break in show history. It was probably good, though. It was. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's good to, like we always say, you don't believe this, but I do. Folks can't miss you if you won't go away. Right. Um, And I'm in the middle, exactly in the middle of a five week leave of absence. So I've been doing some traveling. 45 minutes work work week it was just too it was too much 20 to years of 45 minutes get you five weeks it was just too much to bear too much too much this this 45 minutes has just got me stressed out y'all i need to take five weeks how, how stressed would you be if you knew you had to stand up and give a brand new speech every week in front of people if that's all i had to do <laughs> oh man <laughs> all right what if you had to deal with people that didn't like it and you had, couldn't be mean to them <laughs> oh if i had yeah yeah that'd be rough <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so we're just you know we're we're catching up we're i don't know what you might be listening to us on spotify apple podcast various other uh places that we are uh might be watching us on YouTube, might be watching on Facebook. Who knows, Who knows where you're watching us. We're just glad you're with us today. I'm just glad to be with you. Thanks, man. So you talked about going to California. So that's our first subject of the day. Oh, you want to get right to that? Well, what do we... What, I don't know. You've been... Listen. That's no, no, just... One thing... This is what I. This is what I'm looking forward to. I just. I told you I couldn't sleep last night. Mm-hmm. My mind was racing, thinking about so many things. One of the things I was thinking about that, that I want to talk to you about is, 
you and I are entering different seasons of life. Uh-huh. There's been job changes. Your your nephew uh-huh. uh, entered the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're, you know, we're going through this, <clears throat> you know, this five-week thing. And then school starts and my son's doing school at home. And so there's all these transitions. And I'm, I'm kind of looking – I almost feel like recharged with right. things, and I think, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, the three months has a lot to do with that. But I'm I'm very excited to see kind of where things go with new schedules and just seeing where this thing takes off to even higher <laughs> levels. Right, right. What kind of new schedules for us? I mean, you think? Or? I think I think for me, it's going to be a. I think my schedule, because Drake's going to be at home every day, a little more regimented. I'll have to give him a certain amount of time every day. Um, One of the things, you know, with my wife being sick the last couple years, I really couldn't have a set schedule. Correct. And and I'm, for for the first time in a really long time, I have an opportunity to really lay out my week, my ideal week, and stick to that. And so I think part of that is... You know, you know, working on the show, getting ready for the show. Obviously, you know, still, you know, recording every two weeks. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. Well, good, man. I'm glad. I'm excited. As Dusty Rhodes once said, "The stratosphere is reserved for you and I, baby." That's right. Um, but yeah, so just a lot going on in in life. When we talked about in game. Uh, your nephew was getting ready to graduate high school, mm-hmm. and c- can you t- can you talk about just? I mean, this is somebody you helped raise. He's like a son to you, mm-hmm. and man, I know you're so proud of him. The the step he's taking serving yeah, oh, our yeah. country. I mean, he's always wanted to do that. Like since I don't ever remember a time when he. I have a, another nephew that is a police officer now. Yeah, I don't ever remember a time in his life when he didn't have a scanner on his hip. Right. You know what I mean? He was that kid. Um, and I'm proud of him, too. And, yeah. And then this, the the nephew, he's been on the show. Ethan, yeah. You know, yeah. Everybody knows, knows Ethan. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, ever since I can remember, he has said he was going in the Air Force, man. And he did it. Yeah. How and many? Yeah. You know, it was a. It was a. I got to go down when he when he um, shipped out and and watch him get sworn in and do all that. And um, matter of fact, if the phone rings today, yeah, I, I mean if if it rings and it's it's a certain area code, I'll probably stop and take it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cause I, I don't know for sure, but he may call me this week. I yeah, I hadn't. Don't know for sure, but there was an, a thought that he may be able to. So. So this, I don't, it's because, it, you know, I don't want to, uh, there's a privacy thing with some of that stuff. No, right. hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but, I, but I'm very proud of him making this, making the decision. But this is the first time in 18 years y'all haven't lived in the same state. Yeah. It's the first time, like I had my first, uh, I have, we call it our long weekend, you know, mm-hmm. I, my long weekend off where I get off Thursday night. And I don't go back until Monday night mm-hmm. at work. So I've got a long stretch off, like once a month. And he's always come over mm. for that for that stretch. He would always be at my house, and we would hang out. We would play video games. We would watch movies. We would just go do stuff. And, like, I had the first one 
without him. Mm-hmm. And my wife wasn't there. Oh, and wow. I'll be honest with you, man. It was it was lonely. Yeah. You know, I was, I, and I don't get lonely very often. Right. Like, right. I'm very much, as you know, like a loner. Yes. Even though, I, like, I've heard Joe Rogan say, we all say that we're loners, but we all right. crave human interaction, whether we'll admit it or not. But, but I'm very comfortable being by myself. It doesn't bother me to go right. two or three days and not talk to people, right. <laughs> typically. But I was used to that. Like, that has been my routine yeah. for 18 years, man. And it didn't happen, and it very much. It was a sad weekend. So I'm hoping to get those weekends on my schedule and see some wrestling together. Yeah, I'm we'll hoping. probably we'll probably do that because there's been some changes in our life too. Yes, um, and and my my wife and I's life. Yeah, that's coming up. So yeah, my all my weekends will pretty much be free. Um, but as you know, I have zero intention of. Right. Of staying in the road. Every, no, right. Every weekend. I have no intention no. of going on the road. No, no, <laughs> Every no. weekend I'm off, but I would like to go. Yes, periodic. See some wrestling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, well, speaking of wrestling, let's talk about your trip to Disney. And I'll tell you what else. I, I, yeah. I want to be, I wanna be uh, the Jim Ross of independent wrestling where right. I do show up and help you do commentary on some big shows. Yes, yes. And, I, and that's one of the things... Um, that's why I do want, I mean, legit want to look at the schedule and mm-hmm. see, okay, this would be, cause like, <laughs> like I want to be mindful of your time. Uh huh. I'll be mindful of my time. I know. I know. So As I want, you know, so I, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do no, it. No, but I, but I want to make sure, um, like there's one. I just got to get I just got to get your schedule straight because there's one coming up that they're doing a uh, like a podcast panel. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that, but that'll be that'll be good, man. I'm I'm mm-hmm. looking um, looking forward to that. Um, so Di- Disneyland in California, yeah, it was awesome, man. God, it was so awesome. We, uh, I mean, I don't even know where to start with it, man. Right. Um, we flew first class. Yeah. Which was a, an experience. Like, the be- the way back was the real experience. There, right. it was a nice yeah. experience. Right. But the way on the way home, we actually sat in a real first class cabin. Right. Like, for, I, I don't know if it's the one that they use for transatlantic flights or not, but we had our own, like, I, my wife sat. We were in the middle aisle, and the lady said, you go, you go on this side, and she'll go on that. We were like, man, we kind of wanted to sit together, you know? So yeah. Like, and then we actually sat down and figured out why. Mm-hmm. It was because everybody in the first-class cabin had their own cubby to sit in. Oh, wow. It was amazing, man. And we wow. had a – everybody had a TV. Mm-hmm. And the seat, you pressed a button, and it would lay all – you could lay all the way back. You like, could lay all yes, the way back. Yes, I oh. could lay all the way back. And – in front of you, about a little bit further than where my feet are at right now for when you extended it, they had a spot up in there that was padded for you to put your feet up in. So you put your feet up in this little padded hammock that they had built <laughs> built into the cubby hole. You had a TV with a room and you could play video games and watch movies and they were all and you got dude. 
like it, it's worth doing this one time in your life. I mean, that was, yeah. this was our twentieth anniversary. That's yeah. why we kind of went first class, right? And um, we got on the plane, and she goes, "Would you like a drink?" And and you could order from the the deal. I mean, you mm. could just, but but anyway, all the drinks were free, and we had ordered we ordered our meals ahead of time and whatever. And they bring you around a warm towel. Yeah. You, you kind of wash your hands and your face from, you know, in case uh-huh. somebody that was sitting in coach might have brushed up against you as you were <laughs> getting on the plane. One of those peons. Yeah, one of the peons brushed up against you. Um, and then they, you know, the peanut things, that you, the little bags of peanuts that you get, mm-hmm. they actually bring them out, but they're not peanuts, they're mixed nuts. Mm-hmm. And they're in a bowl. And they've been warmed up. So you get this warm bowl of nuts. And they set it down. They bring you your drink and you eat your peanuts. And and then they come around and collect all that. And then they bring you a meal. Like I had a charcuterie board on the way out. Okay. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, you do. It's cheese and meat and crackers. and. But, it, but in first class. It's a charcuterie board. Right, but if you said in first class, we call it a charcuterie board. <laughs> I call it the Hickory Farms Christmas special. Right. That's pretty much what it is. Uh, we had like a grilled grilled chicken Caesar salad. So my wife and I, we kind of split. On the way back, we had cheese enchiladas. Uh-huh. Um, and then they, they bring you this. And then they What walk. airline did you fly, man? We were with American. American, American okay. Yeah. We want to try Delta next, I think. That's mm. our next. Well, we're flying American here in a month or two, but that yeah. was just a, because because a trip to California and back got us halfway to a free flight anyway. Oh my! I mean, as far as our miles go, because it was yeah. so many miles. I mean, and there and back, and we got all those miles. So we were kind of cl- like halfway to a free flight mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so we figured we're flying out to San Antonio and and back. So we're kind of hoping that'll get us most of the rest of the way. Anyway, um, they come around and like they got a basket of bread. Yeah, bring the bread around for everybody, and then when that's done, they get the stuff and come around and hand warm. They have a tray of warm cookies. Yeah, they bring you another drink. It's just you've never flown coach, have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you this: <laughs> you can never fly coach now. No, uh-uh. no, I'm flying first class to San Antonio here in a few weeks. <laughs> Mark Whitman, world traveler. Well, but I tell you, man, we're talking about going to Paris. There's a whole different, that's a whole different ball game. I checked out first class flights to Paris. Do you know how much they are? As much as a car? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Five? If more. It's like 6,500 bucks to fly first class to Europe. So I don't think that's going to be happening. Now, when you rich. now when you fly across the ocean, the planes are bigger, but they right. put more people in there. Well, and that's kind of what I thought. I was thinking. I bet the um, the economy seats are probably about the size. They have to be because I've heard that the that everything's a little bit bigger on those overseas flights. Right. Even if you, I mean, like I'm at a point where I almost had to buy two seats one time. Right. You would be cheaper buying two seats than one first class. Yeah, seat. but see, that's the thing. If even if you buy two seats, they overbook. You're not guaranteed that you're gonna. I tell you why that's what's wrong in the world. That is, if you sell me two seats, you ought to not be able to sell 
right. seat to somebody else. You know how to take the reservation. You don't Just know don't how to keep the reservation. Right. And that is really <laughs> the key to the reservation. Anybody can take a reservation. <laughs> so you before we get – I want to spend most of our time on Disney. So – Trip out there is good. What what you you did one of the tours, right? We did. Oh, what, we what did. was some cool things about that? We the whole thing was cool, man. Like I mean, we get on the bus and he starts asking where everybody's from. Yeah, and it's some people for like some people were from India. Somebody was from maybe Australia. I mean, it was whatever. And I think then, I'd be a really good tour bus guide. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. You probably would. Um, so then I said, we're from Pendleton, South Carolina. <laughs> He's like, oh, Pen- where's that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, it's a little town. Oh, my God, you hillbillies, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then it was became a thing. Yeah. Like the whole, like, I guess because I interacted with him and a lot of other people didn't. Yeah. Like he, he started playing off of me the whole, for like the entire day. Yeah. He just kind of picked at me about yeah. being a hillbilly, but. Ah, it was, we saw the house where they uh, uh, shot the Thriller video. Uh-huh. We saw the Thriller, the Thriller house. We saw the, the I think, Bob's Market and the road and the house from Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Where they all, the original house from the original one. What There was a house you posted pictures of. Of the inside, which house was that? Was that like Walt Disney's house or something? Okay, we'll get there. Okay, sorry. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, I, I think, if I'm thinking of the same one. Yeah. We didn't go in any, anybody else's house. Uh-huh. Well, that's good because that's breaking and <laughs> yeah. entering. Yeah. Um, we saw like Ed McMahon's house and Quentin Tarantino's house, Jason Statham's house. Um, I think Jack Nicholson's place, Antonio Banderas's place. I mean, we rode up Mulholland Drive. Yeah. And kind of, you know, through that whole canyon yeah. thing. It's an interesting play. Have you been to, no. to California at all? Just to San Diego. Okay. Uh, and, and San Diego may be this way. Uh-huh. But like in Los Angeles, we drove down Skid Row. He took us down Skid Row. Like, they have a homeless problem on a whole different level. Right. There than we do. I mean, it's, I've never seen anything like that. Right. Where you would see a a, a wall, a, a brick wall or a chain link fence, and just tents and tarps, and yeah. people sitting on the side of the road, and people doing drugs, and wow, this is just right out in the open, and and on the other side of that wall are these multi million dollar homes. You know yeah. what I mean? And you see like how that place could drive people crazy. Oh yeah. Um, and we got to drive on the four hundred five freeway, which is like the busiest. Yeah. intersection our busiest um freeway in the world so they say so we got to ride on that which was cool and we drove over um remember the okay real quick what i hear what you're saying what what, what made it cool riding on a busy freeway because were you just stuck in traffic no 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 it was moving i mean traffic was moving it was just interesting to be on it because you've seen that all right okay how many movies have you seen it's set in los angeles that open on the 405 freeway right with all that traffic and the way uh and growing up you know watching chips yeah and and seeing all and kind of getting to see a lot of that stuff it was 
Um, it was cool. I, I'm kind of all over the place because I'm remembering. No, that's awesome. Uh, no. It was cool flying in, um, I forgot, and seeing the Rocky Mountains. Oh, yeah. And then f- as we begin to fly over and get into California, we flew over these these desert areas that have mountaintops with snow on them. Right. So there would be this, it would go everything from snow to barren desert, like right out the, the plane window. That was cool. Um. But yeah, I think just kind of be, the the thing with the 405 there was just seeing this iconic freeway that you've seen so many times in yeah. in movies and as you go along passing over um those ditch those go, remember the Termin- yeah. the Terminator 2? Yeah. Where and you see so many movies that are shot in those. Right. That the city uses to funnel the water through if it rains. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't do a whole lot out there, but Man, you, it's like the weather. Yeah, was ah, there's no humidity, uh. and it was like I remember like seeing everybody talk about how hot it was back home, and it was like 73 degrees out there. Right. And, you know, it's the middle of May. Yeah. And people were walking around with long sleeves on. It, it's just so nice, man. The weather is. I see why people move out there. But I also see why it drives people crazy right. when they do. Yeah. Because there's, like here, most of us reside somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. of the economic, socioeconomic right. ladder. I mean, most of us, yeah. you know, we're not rich. Right. We're not, we're, we may, we're poor in comparison. Right. But we're not poor. You know right. what I mean? We're, but we're not rich either. None of yeah. us are, I mean, but. But out there, there's just this. It's the ultra wealthy and Skid Row. Yeah, there's nothing in between. And there wasn't a lot of that in between right. stuff. I did. One of our bus drivers is moving to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who picked us up at the airport and took us to to the Disneyland Resort. He was moving to North Carolina when he retired for the same reason that a lot of people move from up north down down to this area because he bought his house 30 years ago and it's worth so much money like it was a, it's a blue right. collar man's house yeah that when he bought it it was it was what it was but now right he can cash out for yeah. hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on this piece of property so he's yeah. doing it he's buying him a little farm in yeah north carolina and he'll still have half a million dollars in the bank Good night. You know? Yeah. It's, it's why so many people move from up north down here. The same thing. They they sell their houses. You know, we're mining your house for what we pay for it here. We get five times that much. Oh, yeah. Crazy. You know? Kind of wish we had that, don't you? Mm-mm. Right, well, you've lived up there. I haven't. You've lived up in the northeast a little bit, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just I don't want them to live up there. I just wish I could sell my house for. Oh no! Yes, <laughs> I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could sell my house for seven hundred grand and buy me a hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yes, house. that I agree with. That I agree uh, with. But yeah, it was weird. There's such a huge disparity in the the of the economic ladder. We went to Venice Beach, oh. um, the Muscle Beach, which yeah. they had. I was kind of disappointed because where you that iconic spot where everybody works out at yeah. was under renovation. So all the stuff was gone. So nobody oh. was out there. So you couldn't wait. So I didn't get pump out there. Your, get your pump on. I didn't get out there and get to show them boys up. Yeah, that's right. But there was, 
that's where we saw a lot of the the medical or the the marijuana dispensary ah. we're down there and i mean everybody was smoking dope really down there. yeah oh yeah people were just like hanging around right smoking weed um do you see any women in bikinis riding roller skates no no i don't think i did no, well, no, like i yeah that's i guess was a kind of a disappointment we went to the santa monica we drove santa monica boulevard we went through beverly hills um went down to the um, Santa Monica Pier, dipped our feet. Uh, I dipped mine unintentionally in the Pacific. Uh, the water was only coming up so high. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to walk out there just a little bit. And then it was one of those rogue waves that came in <laughs> halfway up the beach and soaked me up to my knees. Um, the beach you were on, the sand, was it completely different than South Carolina sand? Ah, a little bit, but not completely different. Yeah, I mean, the it, beach we were at in San Diego was like, what is this? It was like dirt. It was completely different. No, nah, no, nah, this was kind of sandy. It was cool. We were, we walked out on the pier, the Santa Monica Pier, and uh, and my wife said, that's a weird-looking dolphin over there. It doesn't even look real. And this is, and so we walked over there, and it wasn't a dolphin. It was a seal. Oh, which was cool. I, you know, you, yeah. I've never seen a seal in the wild before. I mean, I've seen, no, that's pretty you cool. Know, so there's this seal just flopping around. Yeah. And he's doing tricks and he's trying to get people to throw him food and stuff like that. Just hanging out, hanging out at the pier, man. That reminds me of a joke about a seal that I'll share with you later. Okay. Um. So when you, I think we talked about this for when you booked the trip, you didn't know. We did not know this. that Star Wars was opening. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Disney in general. What are some differences? Because I'm going to Disney World here in a couple of weeks. What are some of the main differences between Disneyland and Disney World? There's a lot more. Um, most of the people that are at Disneyland mm-hmm. grew up in that area. Right. And they have a respect. Right. And uh, almost a reverence. Really? For Walt Disney and oh, Disneyland. Gotcha. And that was a thing. Somebody asked Walt one time, how are you going to keep people from littering in your park? And he said, I want to make a park so nice that people will be ashamed to litter in it. Right. That's how I'm going to do it. Except for those people that got in the fight. Did you see that? That was ridiculous. Those, yeah, those, we need they, to do that and do, add commentary. Yes, <laughs> we did. That was stupid. Those those people were stupid. Yeah, um, they're going. They're, they're yeah, going to they, and they deserve to go to jail because um, they got in that fight in the one part of Disneyland that's almost exclusively where the the children hang out. That's ridiculous. It's it that whole section is that's where you go go to Mickey Mouse's house. That's like that whole section is the Toontown, the, right? The toddlers, yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. Those people are garbage. Um. You, you're going to have trashy people everywhere you go. Right, right. But there's a there's that reverence yeah. at Disneyland that I think probably used to be at Disney World, but really is not there anymore. Right. Where people are just coming from all over the world. There's no respect for the history of the park or anything right. like that. Right, But there very much is. And we did the, you ask about the inside the house. We did a, a tour, a VIP tour called Walking Walking walk in Walt's footsteps oh. and we got to go it started at the spot when he dedicated the park mm-hmm. for, you know to all that come to this happy place welcome yeah 
uh, and he gives that speech, welcoming everybody on the opening day. And we stood in the spot where he gave the speech. Yeah. And we all had headsets. Yeah. That's so we could hear the tour guide, but she would intermittently through it. She would play audio clips. Oh, wow. You know? So we, she played the speech and we all kind of stood in the spot, listened to the speech and just walked around the park and found out the history of Walt like this and Walt, you know, this was his inspiration for this. Yeah. And this is when he opened, this is what he, cause he, he is, he's never been to Disney world. Walt yeah. Disney never stepped foot in Disney world right. when it was open, but he was at Disneyland every day. Yeah. And she kind of took us through his typical day really? of where he would go and what he, some of his favorite and like one of his favorite songs was, uh, feed the birds, which is from Mary Poppins. Yeah. We walked and she said, we're just going to like play the song. So we kind of walked through the part of the fantasy land and just played the song, feed the birds in our headset. And we went and saw part of it. Um, cause one of the original animatronics, um, was Mr. Lincoln. Uh-huh. So we saw great moments with Mr. Lincoln, and we kind of all watched that as a tour. And then the culmination of it was going to Walt Disney's private apartment. Oh wow! On um, and it was about as big, probably about as big as this room. Really, it's not very big at all. Um, but that's where you can see it right when you walk in. It's right to the left at the fire station. Mm-mm. And you can see there's a lamp that's always on because that's how they knew he was up there when the lamp was on. And since he's passed, they've always kept the light burning in his apartment. So, yeah, they took our picture standing in the den with the lamp there. Oh. That's, that's the picture that you oh, saw. Okay. Is us in, um, in Walt's apartment with the lamp in the foreground. My goodness. Um, that was, yeah. That was a just, a, I don't know, it was a cool experience. Yeah. It was a cool experience to get to go in his apartment and see some of his personal effects and I'm hoping to go back. They do um, an Adventures by Disney where you can actually go to the Imaginary, um, the Imagineering studio. Yeah, and see them working on the animatronics and stuff like oh, that. Oh wow! There's a, there's a tour where you can do that. So I'm hoping to do that in the next year or two. So on the walk with Walt, what was like the biggest surprise for you on that? Because you know you've you've studied a lot about Walt Disney and listened to a lot of stuff. But what was the one thing like? Oh, I did not know that. That's pretty cool. I don't know that there was anything. I'll be honest with you. It was, <clears throat> you know, there wasn't like these huge revelations in it. Gotcha. It, you know what I mean? It wasn't, there's so much information about him. Yeah. The most heart-wrenching, or it made my wife cry. It'll make you tear up. But I I knew it because I've read, read yeah. the book about him, um, was when he died. And they walked in and Roy was standing at the foot of the bed rubbing his feet and, you know. That was, that's kind of this, you know, sad part of the thing, just to read about that, or to hear about that. But I think the 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 revelation was just getting to go in the apartment. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily special information. It was like, oh, you're actually in there. He's been here. Yeah, yeah. Like Walt. Right. This was his apartment. This is where he hung out at. That's so that pretty was, cool. It was cool. And there's a. There's a reverence that they have mm. for him, and, yeah. And being in that apartment, there's a reverence that you that you have for it. And How crowded was it compared to Disney World? It was so nice. 
It was so nice, man. And it, I mean, obviously, you've heard the. If you follow it at all, you've heard the stories right now about how the parks have been empty since Star Wars has opened up. People are not showing up like they thought, but there's a lot of reasons for that. Right. Um, so, yes, it was, I don't know that we waited hardly to ride anything, but their fast pass system's so good yeah. out there. Um, where you, you get a fast pass, you use the fast pass, and you can immediately make another fast pass. Yeah. So, there's kind of always something. Right with a fast pass so that's just what we did we'd go from ride to ride whatever we could get the next fast pass from. yeah so somebody told me we have three mm-hmm. and once we've used three we can start again right. somebody told me oh dude i'm pretty excited about that mm-hmm. you know i was pretty that's stri- why you don't need to space them out too much right i was um <coughs> don't make no fast pass for like five thirty in the afternoon do them all in the because if you try to say oh i'm gonna ride something it'll, at 10 and Something at one and something at five. You're not getting another one until you use that last one. Oh, got oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, yeah, you know, I was stressing about this trip, and I've pretty much, I've taken the Clark Griswold mm-hmm. brain out. I just want to enjoy it, and like you're staying on property, right? Mm-hmm. Use those extra magic hours. Yeah, don't waste that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. we're looking at the schedule, and we're we're behind in some of our planning. Mm-hmm. And I was stressing out about that, and I was just kind of like, you know what, we're going to be you there. Have the app? Yeah, I got the app. Okay, yeah. So I'm got somebody here with me today. It's gonna. Yeah, I'll show you how you use it. Help. Me. Uh, yeah. So I've I've made some reservations and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so back to what your original question. But anyway, we planned the trip. Yeah. And then they made the announcement that Galaxy's Edge was going to open. Yeah. So that's the, I guess, the main event here would be talking about Galaxy's Edge, right? Well, before we get into that, okay, what was your favorite ride, Disney? Non-Star Wars. I guess I need to talk about a couple of those. I didn't even think about this part. Yeah. Radiator Springs Racers is based on cars. Yeah. And I wrote it and immediately thought, this is my new favorite. Really? You know what I mean? Like this is, but I tell you what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. Here's my plan. I'm yeah. going back to Disney World. Yeah. After I go back to Disney World, because I hope to finish riding everything. Yeah. I'm going to do a definitive top 10. Yeah. Ride list. Right. After we get back. But I, enjoy, I loved Radiator Springs Racers. It, it just, if you've ever ridden Test Track, yeah, no. <clears throat> For those that that have, uh, it's sort of like test track, but it's themed to cars, and the outdoor section is a lot, um, a lot more. It's a lot more to the outdoor part of it. Yeah. Um, test track is you build a car. Supposedly, you're a crash test dummy, and they're doing a speed test, and it busts through the wall, and you make this little trip. But on Radiator Springs Racers, there's another car there. And when you go outside, the track's probably twice as long as it is on test track. And uh-huh. it's, you're racing up and down, going up on the bank curves. And uh, it's like you're in a, a NASCAR race. Oh, my. That's a, uh, How fast are you going? I would say. I, I'm not sure. I think it's probably somewhere around 50, okay. 55 miles. It's not like you're doing 200 miles an hour. Right. I mean, it's not a giga coaster or anything like that. But And it's not quite a roller coaster. But it definitely has roller coaster elements to yeah. it. Um, it's just a fun, super fun ride. And then we rode um, 
And I wouldn't say it's my favorite. As you know, I have to go back through the long history of me and thrill rides. Yeah. As you know, this was not something that I liked. No. I was not a thrill ride guy. No. So she talked me into getting on Guardians of the Galaxy's Mission Breakout. Mm-hmm. Um, Where's that at? That's at Disney. That's at California Adventure. Okay. It's Tower of Terror. Yeah. At Disney World. Yeah. Have you ridden Tower of Terror? No. Nah. Um, at Tower, my understanding is I haven't ridden Tower of Terror yet. We've just never made it over there to yeah. ride it. That's at Hollywood Studios, right? It is. Yeah. And this year, like that's what we're our plan is to ride the, a lot of the Hollywood Studios right. stuff because we we haven't <laughs> ridden that stuff yet. But it. Uh, teases a fall and it kind mm-hmm. of you, you know and it drops a time yeah. or two i think but guardians of the galaxy mission breakout i was just not ready for it i was not right. uh, i saw I, the picture of that yeah yeah so did i so here's the here's the story behind the picture yeah you always are when you're taking those pictures trying to get a good picture and you're trying to look un 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 unthrilled yeah almost um so the first time we ride it, I was I was terrified. Like the first, it, it's not a deal that kind of eases you up and drops you one time. It's steps back, rocket's gonna help you break out. It does the thing. The music starts, and this thing took off straight up. And it just, I mean, it yanks you up to the top and then drops you and then yanks you. And it for two minutes, this was just up and down. Oh yeah. Shoot. And I'm coming up out of my seat and I was like, what in the world is going on here? And my wife says, do you like it? And I went, no, I don't like it. Well, finally it takes you all the way up to the top Mm -hmm. and it opens up and you look out over Disneyland and then it takes your picture as it's dropping you for the entire length of the yeah it doesn't go all the way to the top and all the way down yeah there's different sequences so i'm hysterically laughing you know what i mean you're laughing but you're like right almost laughing to keep from crying no right right um so like we get off and i'm laughing and whatever and i go and i'm like well i gotta get the picture because i know that i i have to look terrified yeah and we get the we go look at the picture and I finally nailed the I could care less about this ride. Right. Look unintentionally. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going <laughs> <laughs> So then I said to my wife, I have to ride it again. Like if I'm riding this ride, I've got to get right. a good picture of me on it. So I got back on it and rode it again just to just to retake the picture, and that's that's when we got to the top, and I posed with ah, you know. So, Mark, let me let me ask you this because mm-hmm. we're both bigger guys. Uh-huh. I, I had an issue getting on a couple rides at Dollywood. Mm-hmm. Any issues at Disney properties? I have I have not. I couldn't ride uh, at Disney World. I couldn't ride Flight of Passage. Okay. Um, but I'm working on that. I mean, I'm like I'm on a diet. <laughs> Yeah. Just, I mean, specifically, I've dropped like 20 pounds. Like, was it a height or a weight thing? It's a little bit of both. Okay. Uh, a little bit of both. Um, I don't know if you'll have a problem or not, to be honest with you. Because yeah. you, you do get, you have to get really low down. Oh, gosh. To ride Flight of Passage. And right. then you got to put your legs up in this, these little stirrup things. And that was kind of my issue. Um, yeah. I, I was just, I couldn't get my legs into the end of the deal i couldn't get them bent upright hmm. you kind of have so to i need you to sit back 
you have to get them like this and put them in the up in those little stirrup deals. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, and I just I couldn't I couldn't get my legs in there. Um, I might have to do some stretching because I'll cramp up. Yeah, I have a lot more problems at Universal than at Disney. Right. Almost everything. I, that's the only thing I can recall. Uh huh. Not being able to ride at Disney. Right. Um, but at Universal, man, I can't hardly ride anything. Right. At Universal. I did learn a, a secret. Okay. Because we rode Hyperspace Mountain, which is Star Wars themed Space Mountain. Right. And it's a different um, it's a different car. At Disney World, they sit low to the ground, and they're one after the other. Mm-hmm. At Disneyland, they're two side by side. So I get in, and I couldn't... Same thing, like the bar's got to come down over my knees, and yeah, they're they're huge. You yeah, know, I was too tall, and the girl said, "Cross your ankles." She said, "Stand up, and cross your ankles, and then sit down." So I stood up and I crossed my ankles and sit down, and boom, it drew my legs in, and I was able to ride the ride. So if you're a tall guy who sometimes has trouble with that, cross your ankles together, and the the bars will fit down over your legs. Good to know. I've never had the tall issue. Yeah, yeah. Dollywood, they actually have certain rides where there are certain seats mm-hmm. are made for bigger people. Yeah, yeah. Disney's just pretty good about that. I think Disney knows yeah. their crowd, but Universal, they're they're not. The guy I talked to a guy at Universal about it. Yeah, uh, and said, "Man, I I feel like I spent a lot of money to come here, and you guys are not very accommodating." He said, "The problem is because he was a big guy." Yeah. Too. And he said he felt the same way. He said they they got this company in Europe that designs these things, and they design them for these European European guys. Um, as we were at Dollywood Monday or Sunday, Alan McAllister and I have an idea for large flags, which is a going to be a theme park only for fat people. I like it. I like it a lot. Only for fat people. The parking is going to be circular around the park, <laughs> so if you parks close. And the little scooters are made. Now, it's going to be like $200 to get in, uh-huh. but you get a scooter, your parking's up close, uh-huh. and uh, your food is included. While you're standing in line, we're going to be giving you food. That's good. But we got some good ride ideas. We got uh, got some, yeah, it's going to be good. I think it'd be better than this last thing I want to ask you, and that's Galaxy's Edge, the grand finale. Mm-hmm. Let's talk Star Wars. Let's talk it. Didn't know it was going to open. It did open. Pleasant surprise. Since we're talking about it, I'll pick this up for you. Oh, my goodness, yes. Put on the shelf back here if you want to. Yes. This is a Coke product from the, that's built to look like a thermal detonator. A thermal detonator. Yeah. From the land of Batu. Oh, my. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. You didn't, I thought you would have drank this by now. No, I bought one to drink. And I bought two, and I kept one and brought you one. So put that over there, Ric Flair, who needs to stick to drinking just the Coca Cola. That's right. That's right. I thought those some of those were selling for at one time they were selling for a lot of money because they were selling out of them. Uh, you could get good money for them on eBay, but now I don't. You know, there was that. Ah, uh, yeah. There's a stink on it right now. There's a stink on Galaxy's Edge, man. What? What? Okay. People just not okay. There's a couple of reasons. Okay. Uh, number one, it's just open at Disneyland, and they blocked out all their season pass holders. And that's a huge percentage of 
the people that go to that park are season passes. So they can't go to Galaxy's Edge they right couldn't. now? They can now. Okay. But they couldn't for like – you had to have a reservation to get in. Oh, gotcha. And the only way you got in was to be staying at a Disneyland property. Right. And that's how – and they didn't <clears> – <throat> we didn't get to pick when we went. They told us when we were going. Yeah. They and you said, said yes, we they will said be happy. It was the opening day. I got to go in. They would opened on Friday. The Thursday before that was cool. We didn't get to see him, but um, Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams and George Lucas and Mark Hamill, yeah. they were all there. Oh, wow. Um, for the opening of it, which is ironic that they were all there because uh, they're not represented in the land at all. Um, huh. But that's who they brought out for the premiere of it because that was – I think that's another reason that people like me and you, if yeah. I was to say, name me five, five of the most iconic Star Wars characters, who would you go with? Uh, Luke. Not represented. Leia. Not represented. Han Solo. Not represented. Chewbacca. Is represented because he's in the new movie. Yoda. Not represented. Interesting you didn't go with Darth Vader, who's also not represented. Or Boba Fett, who's also not represented. Or Obi-Wan Kenobi, who is also not represented. Admiral Akbar. He may be because he was in the new Mon Mothma. Now you get Wedge crazy. Antilles. See Porkins. Now you're getting crazy. Uh, they based this land entirely on the new movies. Okay, not on anything that had any. It, There's no nostalgia to it. Right. It's all for the. It's all based around the new movies, and that is an issue even though you get to fly the millennium falcon because it is in the new flicks yeah and it is a it's an okay i mean it's a fun ride it's meant to be a secondary ride there it was not meant to be the primary attraction in the land that is rise of the resistance which is suspended indefinitely because they can't get the ride system to work okay i had not heard that what is rise of the resistance what is that it is supposed to be the culmination of all of their um and it didn't all work. of their skills and apparently they're having trouble it's a trackless ride system yeah that spans multiple vehicles you take a vehicle somewhere they evidently have um full-size at walkers in there the at atat walkers there's evidently a full-size one of those it features drop elements it's like their crowning achievement, but it's not open yet. So there's only two attractions in the land, and the only one that's open is the, that was what was meant to be the secondary attraction. Okay. All right. I, I want to make sure I'm following you correctly. Mm -hmm. They built this big land. Mm -hmm. It's got two rides. Mm -hmm. That's it. What else is in there? There's Olga's Cantina. Which we couldn't get into because there was a huge line and I didn't feel like... No, no, not that. It's the one from the new movie. Yeah. Um, well. So there's that. There's We did... There's a place called the Rondo Roasters. Yeah? That we ate at. It was pretty good. I mean, it was it was like a pita with a smoked sausage and uh, pork tenderloin wrapped around it with some kind of slaw. It was good. They served the blue milk. <laughs> the, I'm not. I, I was not interested in that. So t let's tell me about the Millennium Falcon. Orlando, that, Florida's calling me right now. I wonder if that's Disney. It could be. Probably not. Um, it was fun. 
I mean, it's a good ride. It wouldn't make my top ten favorite attractions, but I mean, it's okay. It's not. It's a fun ride. What, what do you do? It's a video game, man. Oh. And that's kind of the issue. It's it's uh, we were lucky, and I got we got to be the pilot. Yeah. There's six seats. Uh huh. One person's like an engineer. One yeah. person's a gunner. Or two people are engineers. Two people are gunner. Two people are pilots. We were pilots. So the screen was right there in front of us. Mm-hmm. The other people had a job to do. Yeah. So we're flying the thing. Yeah. And I did make the jump. And that was awesome. Right. That was the highlight. Was getting to. Put, punch it, Chewy. Punch it. And you've got this full size. It's you're like in the full size Millennium Falcon. That's what it feels like. So you got the big dome in front of you, and it's all screens. And when you do the punch, the lights do the thing, how, just like it does in the movie. How long? It's awesome. How long is the ride? Mm, three minutes, maybe. But so, like, is it? Do they have multiple ones, or is it six? Just six people at a time? Yeah, six people. Oh no, no, they have multiple. Okay. So, yeah, it, it looks like you're walking into the Millennium Falcon, but they actually have like I think it's a circle maybe uh, where they can keep they can kind of keep gotcha. everybody flowing through. Uh, I think the deal moves like you they load you in and then it turns and then they load this one and then it turns. I think that's how it works. And then by the time you get to the end, you're at the unload station. But it's a, it's fun, man. I mean, you flying and trying to grab a hold of a piece of cargo, but it's like an interactive video game. Uh, but there are better screen rides, mm-hmm. Spider-Man and Transformers, both better. Never done the Transformers one. It's fun. I mean, it's, I enjoy it. <coughs> it's not as good as Spider-Man. But which, Spider-Man makes me sick, but I have discovered Dramamine. I've discovered the perfect dose that basically I can ride anything and I feel nothing. Really? Yeah. What is it? One drop, half a drop? It's like the kids' version, the chewable. Huh. And so, like, Monday, Sunday, we got there. I took one and I was just like, all right, everybody, let's go. Let's go ride some rides. A kid's Dramamine got you screwed up? I mean, it got me. Turned you into Tommy Chong? (laughs) (laughs) Him, man. No. um, I mean, I was, yeah. I mean,. But I didn't feel nauseous. I didn't get dizzy. I didn't get, uh, yeah, I, huh. I was feeling good, man. Check that out. Because I kind of, like, we rode Indiana Jones a couple of times, and uh-huh. one time I got off of it and felt woozy. But the video, the video screen 3D rides are the ones that do me worse than anything. Really? Yeah. Well, I think they, you know, there's all the cameras are always all over the yeah. place. Yeah. I like those, but they're, I mean, I'd rather ride Big Thunder Mountain, you know? Yeah. So, I really, like, I have to reserve my Star Wars judgment. It looked great. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, it was very immersive, and they, you know, the way they talk, No, everybody stays in character. Mm-hmm. You know, when you buy something, it's so many credits, it's not so many dollars. You know what I mean? It's so, that kind of thing. So, when, I've heard that when they, the one, when they get it going, like you can sign up and it's like you're doing a game yeah, while yeah. you're in the thing. Yeah, eventually they're going to open a hotel. I think it's going to be a pretty exclusive oh my. deal where, but it's going to be expensive. 
Right. It ain't going to be. It ain't going to be cheap. It ain't going to be $120 a night, I can tell you that. But you're going to actually have an interactive experience where you'll be part of a storyline. and I mean, it's pretty cool. It's pretty pretty grand and epic if they make it happen, you know. Well, I'm hope not, I hope they do because I don't. I mean, I'd hate to see this thing fail, but I do think that they're going to have to change it a little bit for if they want if they want me to spend a lot of money on it. Yeah, they're going to have to change some stuff. They're going to have to give you some Darth Vader. They're going to have to give me some Vader and some Yoda and some some Han Solo and some Luke Skywalker, not just stormtroopers. Um, yeah, because none of that's there, man. That's crazy to me. None of it, but that, but there's like a full size X-wing fighter sitting <laughs> sitting up that you can walk up to. There's a full size Millennium Falcon that you can look at, get your picture made in front of. That was awesome. You saw the video of that, right? Yes, I kind of posted some videos. I was walking around the Millennium. Yeah, I was Falcon. very jealous. Please don't take it away that, that it's not fun. Right? No, no, but, I'm not taking. Uh, no, but I would have to reserve I, ranking it until Rise of the Resistance opens. What you're telling me. Is I need to manage my expectations. Yes, it might have. You can overhype something, and I think that may be what they did with this. Right. I, I would have thought we had more than two rides. No, that's pretty common now for them with a with a land is to have just one or two rides. It's not like it's not like this part. This covers sixty acres. I mean, you know what I mean. It's a, oh. well, maybe it does. I don't know how many acres it covers, but mm. it's just a it's a small part of a big park. Okay, you know what I mean. It's a, it's just another place to put a couple of rides and separate you from your money because you can build a droid, you can build a lightsaber. Oh, um, mm. but you got to have a reservation, and they start at like two hundred bucks. I'm sure they had a line. They did. Not, I wasn't in it, but yeah, they they had a line. Right. Because <clears throat> my wife even asked if I. She said, "Are you going to build a a lightsaber?" I was like, I just don't. Like, what am I going to do with it? Let's say Conquer I did, the galaxy. Let's say I do build a $250, $300 lightsaber. Then I got to fly that thing back to Pennsylvania. Oh, gosh. You know? How do you check that thing? Right. Do you have to take it apart? Uh, see, not only that, I just, like, I knew what would happen. It would get set on a shelf somewhere and never, never touched again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got enough of that stuff. Right. 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 Um, so, yeah, manage your expectations, especially, well, it's not even going to be open. Yeah, it's not even going to be open. I, and I think that's one thing I've done is, is for me, this trip, it's, it's going to be a sprint. And, you know, we've got some days in between going to parts where we're just going to chill and you know, this is kind of like our last, you know, last hurrah. Um, you're not going. You're not dying. Oh, you? I know, but I mean, you know, before school starts, and oh. and really before this new. So here's what I would suggest yeah. that you do. I suggest this to everybody: to use those extra magic hours. Yeah, and get there for that, and then sometime around twelve thirty or so, mm-hmm. twelve thirty, one o'clock. Because you're staying on property. Yeah. Go back to your hotel. Yeah. Just because it's hot. It is miserably hot in Florida. Yeah. And you just can't sustain going from 7 o'clock in the morning until midnight every day. Right. So you'll have a much better time. 
Right. Make you some fast passes for the morning. Mm-hmm. Use them all up. Go back to the hotel. Get in the pool or whatever. Lay down yeah. and take a nap. Everybody take a shower and yeah. freshen up and then go back to the park around 4.30 or 5 o'clock. Yeah. And stay till closing. And yeah. you'll have a lot better time. Yeah. The thing, the thing where I messed up with was just our with our travel schedule or whatever is we're getting there on a Saturday. We're getting there on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I didn't really want to go to a park on a Saturday or Sunday. But then if I do that, I got five days to do four parks. So I think I'm I'm gonna have to do a park on that Sunday. So I'm gonna look and see which one of them has the extra magic hours. I know that Disney on the fourteenth Wednesday the fourteenth Disney has the evening extra magic hour. So we're, we know we're going to Disney that day. We made some dinner. Disney what? Magic Magic King. King. I, I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Magic no, no, King. no, no, no. I don't know all the lingo. No, I'm, I mean, you know. Um, and and I've just. I guess what I'm saying for me is there's like three things that I'm like, I really want to do this. What are those three things? Um, the right, the flight of passage, flight of passage. I've heard space mountain with my kids. And I don't even know what the other one was. So it's not like I've got, Oh man, we've got four days and I got a hundred things that I'm, I don't have a list. Right. I'm basically like, let's just enjoy being together. Right. And if we miss, I like, I guess I don't care if I miss something. I never did either. Like that's yeah. such a good, that's such a good way to ruin your vacation. Right. To say, Cause like we're trying right now uh, and I still got a few months, but I'm checking every day trying to get a reservation for Ohana. Yeah. I missed that. I haven't been able to get one. I've heard that if you call, Alan McCaster was able to call and get a reservation for 10. At Ohana? Yes. For when he dinner. was down there a few months it was ahead. Like, it was like a week or two ahead. Huh. So I'm going to call. I'm going to see what number he called. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't uh, know if that works out. But anyway, the point is, yeah. um, if I don't get an Ohana reservation, like it is not, we're not going to let that ruin right. our good time. Right. Um, some people gave me some. So I didn't realize that a lot of the good restaurants are at the resorts. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, I was yeah. thinking, oh, how are we going to eat good if we're not at a park that day? So we did make the Whispering Willow, the one with all you can drink milkshakes. We got reservations there for dinner one night. Yeah. I'm, I'll tell you, um, you have the dining plan. Yeah. Do you have the table service? One of them, yeah. We get one. One uh, table service and one quick service. Yeah. I got you. And, so. Yeah. Make it for um, the most expensive restaurants that you can find. I mean, right, right. You know what I mean? No, that's the most expensive thing on the menu. But also be aware that you have to pay the tip. You have to pay the tip, and that some of the restaurants take two credits, right, per person. So, like the the um, California Grill and Ohana and Jico and places like that require require you to use two credits per person. Okay, to eat there. And as far as the quick service meals. You can use it at Disney Springs. Uh-huh. And there's a barbecue place at Disney Springs that's called the Polite Pig. And there's Deluxe Burger. Uh, like those quick service meals in the park are not that good. Right, right, right. So if I was you, I'm just yeah. telling you. Yeah, no. I would stop at Disney Springs for lunch because you yeah. got uh, Guy Fieri's got a chicken spot. You yeah. Can use counter service. That barbecue place is pretty. pretty I heard good. there's a Wolfgang Puck that's a quick service. There is. 
Um, and it, yeah, oh, go ahead. Um, we all, Alan Angel also said, um, one night go to Chef Mickey's at one of the resorts. It's at the contemporary, and, and you can watch the fireworks from up there. You can if you go. Um, actually, if you go to the contemporary, they got the California Grill as yeah. well. If you go eat at the California Grill and just go to the lounge, yeah, and get you something to drink and an appetizer, yeah, and save your receipt, they'll let you go up on the observation deck of the contemporary and watch the fireworks from up there. Well, that's what we're going to do one um, night. When you're using the quick service mm-hmm. or, or the the uh, the snacks, yeah, don't don't waste those snack credits on bottles of water, right? Uh, yeah, don't waste it on anything less than three or four. You know, if, Most, if something's three bucks, don't waste the snack credit. Yeah, on that. don't waste it on a thing of popcorn. Yeah, because you just and get, Disney will let you take food in from what we've heard. Yeah, yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. I mean, you can't take a bucket of KFC in, but I mean. Right, you know, you got to have it in something. But, yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, you can take. Just don't waste snack credits on on things that are like three bucks, and don't waste it on bottles of water. Right, take one of those, and and they'll refill these for you. And and every quick service restaurant will give you free water. Okay, if you just walk up and ask for a cup of water, they'll give you a cup of water. Uh, so while while we're on Disney, anything else you want to share about your trip? I want to tell you to go at the Magic Kingdom to go to Pecos Bill and get you some. It's just a Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Taverns or whatever the name oh. of the place is. They got. Um, you can order nachos and tacos and uh-huh. stuff. I, we always get nachos. Though. Is this a sit down or? No, this is a snack credit. I okay. mean, a, um, a, a counter Qu- a quick okay. service. Okay. So if you're in the Magic Kingdom, yes. that's where you want to go. All right. And. Because not, when you get the nachos, which is what we get, yeah. or the tacos or whatever, they have this huge topping bar that would put um, that puts Fuddruckers to shame. Oh my! And it's got all these different types of sauces, so you can take this this thing of nachos, right? That would be like eight or nine or ten bucks or twelve bucks or whatever it is, and then you take it over here to the um, to the toppings bar, and you can double the size of your meal. Holy delicious! With all the, they got guacamole and sour cream and salsa and different oh types of cheeses and uh, black beans and corn and you can just we just you just load these nachos down. Wowzers! Um, or tacos, whatever you want to get. Yeah, so like that's a good, that's happening. That's a good place to it's and it we always we always like Pecos Bill. We always go in there. And then I mean, as far as the Disneyland trip, man, it was just a. It was cool. We didn't get to do everything we wanted to do. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was a good trip, man. Like, it was such a... A good 20th anniversary. It was. Congratulations. It was. Thanks, man. Happy appreciate anniversary. It. Appreciate that, buddy. And to you, it was y'all's 20th anniversary. Yep, coming up. Matter of fact, Drake starts... I think Drake starts school. Oh, on really? On the 21st, so... Yeah. Um, so, while we're talking about Disney... I would be remiss if I did not take a moment to thank everybody that made this trip possible for our family. I want to thank Mark, who's the one who told me that you could buy the Sam's gift cards. So thank you once again, everybody. I especially want to thank uh, Jill Truesdale from Magical Travels with the Truesdales. Her and uh, Robert Truesdale, who's Redbeard. We talk about him a lot on the show. Uh, Jill 
just was amazing. She bent over backwards. She put up with my indecisiveness and having to change dates. And so if you are looking to book your trip, um, they make it very easy. They know the discounts and, you know, it, it was just really awesome. And I can't thank them enough. And I would like encourage most people to use, and I don't right. use an agent like that because, um, I find the stuff. Yeah. And, and my wife handles the phone calls. Right. Like I tell her, Hey, can you call? And yeah. So we kind of do that ourselves, but like it is, if you don't know what to do, right. Trust me. Cause they know like free dining just got announced Uh huh. and it's just for specific dates and you have to be staying at certain places. Right. Those, those travel agents keep up with that stuff. That's right. Um, I would, and they're not, this is not a paid advertisement. For no, them. I'm no. just telling you, even if you don't use them, if you want to plan a Disneyland or Disney world trip, I do it myself. Cause I like doing, right. I like doing it myself. I enjoy planning the trip. Right. Um, but if you don't want that hassle, get somebody like Jill. And sh- if they announce free dining, they'll make the phone calls for you. Yes. And get you switched over to the free dining plan and save you some money and stuff like that. Whereas we do that on our own, but, I would highly encourage you if you're making if you're she planning even, a trip. To she get even in touch with somebody um, like I created an account for the app. She went and put everything in, right? Like, um, and they could have done all my flash passes. They could have done all my mm-hmm. restaurants. But that was something I'm like, you know what? Oh, you guys have been so helpful. I and I just kind of wanted to be hands on with. And that. I'll be honest with you, <clears throat> you don't ever know what kind of connections they got because I have a reservation for the be our guest yeah restaurant which is extraordinarily hard to get yeah and i'm going to be canceling it and i knew what day it was and what time and before i canceled i haven't canceled it yet because i'm kind of just holding out but i had got in touch with redbeard and said i know you do this and i know what you did for heath i'm going to cancel this reservation for yeah. this time on this day if you need it, if you got somebody who's going to be down there, let me know. And I'll yeah. tell you when I cancel it so you can jump on and get it for her. Yeah. And they didn't have anybody down there that week. But you never know when folks are doing things like that for them. That's right. Let, let them know that. I was just trying to do them a solid because I knew they did you a solid. So. Right. Yeah. A lot of people did have done me a solid, including you, my mm-hmm. friend. This is true. You really do owe me. I intend <laughs> in just a little bit. Man, just a little bit. I intend to settle all accounts with Mark Whitman with the KFC buffet and the new um, the new Mountain Dew they have here. I have not had a soda in a while. You know, I haven't either. Like in since I got back, I mean, the beginning of June, I haven't had a a, a leaded. I've had some unleaded sodas, but yeah. I haven't had any any sodas with sugar in them. Hey, before we let you go, let's let's talk about a couple of things. First of all. Um, we are recording this on August the 1st, 2019, and we are doing something special for the month of August because the month of August is our Patreon anniversary. And so for the month of August, from now, this show is probably, probably this one's probably getting released today, all right? For the month of August, between now and August the 29th, which is next time we're going to record because our next recording session I'm going to be at Disney. So August the 29th. Are you going to be in town August 29th? 
I should be, but I don't know. Okay, well, you going, just yeah, I'm traveling a lot in September. Yeah, you world traveler there. Um, between now and August 29th, if you become a patron at Patreon.com/slash Double Dropkick, this is what we're going to do for you. First of all, if you become a patron uh, at any level, we're going to give you a code. You're going to get a free month of the SOS Custom Wrestling Network, soscustomnetwork.com. It's only $4.99 a month. We're going to give you a free month to give it a test drive. And, hey, if you're listening to this, you're already a patron, uh, we're going to go ahead and do you that solid and give you a free month of that as well. Also, everyone, uh, yeah, all of our current patrons and any new patrons we get, we're going to send you an official Double Dropkick Show sticker. Also, okay, here's the last thing. If you become a patron at the $1 level, this includes current patrons as well. If you're a patron at the $1 level, August 29th, we're going to do a, a drawing. Uh, you're going to win. Uh, a, we're going to do a drawing for a autographed Terry Funk picture from our great friends at highspots.com. Uh, $5 level. If you join at the $5 level, at the end of the month, we're going to do a drawing. I just found this. It's a three-DVD set. Kenta Kabashi, Mitsuhiro Masawa, The Feud. Their Feud. Highspots.com. Spot, I'll be ordering two of those, one to give away, one for my friend Mark. I'll tell you what else. I, I got. Uh, have you seen that? The three discs? Oh, you've probably seen all I've those seen matches. I've seen the matches, but I don't have them collected like that. Right. That'd be cool. I have. Uh, I bought a Randy Savage set. Yeah. Um, they had them on. They had them yeah. at like FYI or something like that or FYE for like ten bucks, and it had two of those three DVD sets in them. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I had them. Yeah, and I thought the price was saying it come with a T-shirt and glasses, uh-huh. and I'll be honest with you, I don't know if the T-shirt and glasses. I feel like I might have. I think I gave somebody the T-shirt. Right. Uh, but anyway, it's got the two three disc sets in them. Yeah, I'll throw two. I'll throw those in. So, yeah, we'll give that away, too. And then for the $10, $10 and up, okay, this is uh, something that High Spots just added. You're going to be entered into a drawing uh, for, uh, these are limited edition, the Rob, I don't know the, how to say his last name, the Prince. Schamberger. Rob Schamberger. It's a Kenta Kabashi print, autographed by Kenta Kabashi from StarCast. It's about a $40 value. We're going to give that away to one of our upper echelon patrons. So it doesn't matter what level you join at. In the month of August, it's it's bonus time, man. We are wanting to get more patrons. Listen, when you beca- I know I'm behind. I'm behind sending some stuff out. I'm getting caught up. I, I'll get there. We're going to get there. August is the month of catching up. But, hey, every every week, there's no other place where you can get behind-the-scenes information on wrestling in the Carolinas, a little bit of Georgia, but you're getting like our patrons got to see like the first couple of minutes uh, of this video. We're doing a video. We have a private Facebook group with all of our patrons um, where we do a lot more interacting than we do in other places. So, Hey, it's a great deal and it supports the show and it makes uh, programming like this possible through people like you. Uh, it's not tax deductible, um, but we're not perfect. Um, so, hey, you you could win some great, great prizes uh, this month from the Double Dropkick Show because we're about giving back. It's all about giving back, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it is in August because it is, like I said, our anniversary. So we want to thank all of our great uh, patrons who have been great supporters of us. And again, uh, if you're at DoubleDropKick.com listening to this, uh, there will be a list of all the prizes and everything. Um, you can also watch this episode on YouTube. It's probably on Facebook. We're trying some different things, trying to get the word out there um, about. And this is a special episode. We talked about stuff here. We talked about Mark's great trip. So if you're thinking about going to Galaxy's Edge out at, or Disneyland, Mark's already helping a young man out who's going to Disneyland, giving him the guide and all sorts of stuff. A young man who's an, another Disney aficionado. If you want to go to Galaxy's Edge, wait until January 2020. Uh-huh. Everything should be open. Allegedly. So they say. So. Evidently, there was an issue with the trackless rides. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. but Unsubstantiated rumor. Unsubstan- is that, that they were having trouble with the with the ride system getting it to work. Right. On the behind the scenes, we'll tell you the real reason. That's right. It's a trap. <laughs> it's, a, it's a crap. <laughs> so, hey, uh, so again, thanks for listening uh, today. Uh, we're on Twitter. Sometimes we tweet. I'm at Heath Mulliken. I'm at the DDK show. And if you just Google the Double Dropkick show, you will find us everywhere that you need to find us. You can listen to us. You can watch us. And uh, we have been known to cure the Monday blues. Proven scientifically in the, with lab rats. <laughs> so, hey, as always for the Double Dropkick show, I'm Heath Mulliken. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.